Hello, I'm Mac, and I'm here with... Hey, this is Kevin. And uh, we're, uh, we're both brothers, and we're both into all things creative and marketing and all sorts of stuff. And uh, we decided to kind of do this podcast, and uh, we have some little extra time to do this, uh, considering the environment in the world. And uh, But we wanted to you know, touch base with uh, something that a lot of people are dealing with probably right now, and, and that's uh, stuff to watch on online and on TV. And uh, Kevin recently did a, a post on our site, Burst of Imagination, um, you know, five months later, six months later, however this is, um, is Disney Plus worth it um, after all this time? And uh, I'll, I'll let, I'll let uh, Kevin talk a little bit about that and see what he thinks. And we'll, uh, we'll kind of explore Disney Plus right now, and uh, especially in this time and environment right now. Yeah. So when I first heard about Disney Plus, I was actually really excited because, you know, you think about the. I mean, really the big blockbuster movies, right? Like got Star Wars, you have Marvel, um, you know, everything that's like Disney. So like even like the legacy stuff, you always think about, um, you know, the stuff you grew up watching, Lion King, you know, all those big epic um, animated movies, um, even like Pirates of the Caribbean. So like for years, they kind of owned movies, really. Um, I mean, I, there's probably not a Marvel movie that comes out that I'm not like, all right, take my money, you know? So I was really excited about Disney Plus coming out. Um, and it, it's there's a lot of good. So we'll talk about a, a lot of like the elements that they're adding um, and then kind of our overall all, overall take. So, I mean, right off the bat was the Blockbuster Access. Um, thinking about uh, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame. I mean, that, the Endgame is probably the biggest movie that um i mean almost ever like it, it was competing right head and head with uh uh james cameron's avatar um for like top grossing box office movie and avatar and Endgame are all on uh, disney plus and like almost every marvel movie you can imagine um is is on that that streaming service so i mean if you're a marvel fan it's kind of a no-brainer like Oh man, I need to kind of get access to it. Um, what were your, what were your thoughts on uh, just all things Marvel being included in Disney Plus? No, it's I mean it's 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 great, and and it's kind of a great timing too because it seems like the Marvel universe has kind of had its its WrestleMania yeah. of movies uh, at that point where you had you know all all the characters you you know you loved and all their storylines kind of merging together in this kind of epic battle. And, um, and so it was like kind of the perfect time to kind of come out and, and let you kind of see that and also catch up because I know, I, I know for me, um, I'd seen a lot of the Marvel stuff, but I kind of feel like a lot of them I probably missed somewhere along the way because there's just so many of them throughout the years and, and you'll catch one and like, Oh, I forgot that was out that. No, I forgot they had that storyline. Um, and so it was a good chance to kind of catch up, uh, to kind of, uh, find little, little details that you may have missed, um, uh, along the way and get, and get the fuller story. Yeah, I mean, if you think about, like, when they first started um, becoming big was, like, that original Iron Man with Robert Downey Jr., right. and that was over a decade ago. That was 2008. So there's yeah. a lot yeah. to have uh, missed out on or try to catch up on. Uh, so I thought that was really cool that, like, getting, being able to almost be able to see everything leading up to um, Endgame. Now, no, one call out I'll put out though. So it's really robust and you have almost everything from the Marvel universe. So like Spider-Man, Spider-Man's not going to be there because that's Sony. So we know that not too long ago, there was this big talks on would, would Spider-Man even still be part of the Marvel universe going forward? Right. Um, and unfortunately that's been resolved, but I mean, I think that's a, a pretty glaring hole in uh, the Marvel content is none of the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, that, that, that is a pretty big one. Um, and, 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 and he's just as popular, um, I think as the, as the Avengers and all those type of things. And so it's kind of interesting how, how big that's come. He's, I think he's, he might've kind of replaced Iron Man in, in the popularity of the characters at this point. Yeah. Uh, but, 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 but it is interesting though, you know, going back again, talking about um, just how long they've been around and their success because um, especially right before Iron Man, uh, you know, these type of movies, I don't think did nearly as well. 
you know, kind of, you know, like, you know, the comic movies and, um, and video games movies kind of, I don't think, uh, you know, just fared very well. I mean, I, I mean, X, X-Men had their heyday a little bit. So, I mean, they, you know, they did okay, but um, Iron Man really was, yeah, it kind of tipped everything off. And I think everyone, uh, you know, owes a lot of uh, thanks, um, you know, you know, to that for sure. And in fact, we have a, a, a blog post a little bit about that as well. If you want to check out Burst of Imagination uh, to kind of see about, you know, kind of the, the origins of, uh, of that as well. Yeah. Uh, John Favreau, he had uh, a big hand in that. And he's kind of, he's been kind of consistent throughout the Marvel universe. And even like with Disney, it, he, uh, I, I didn't know this until a blog article came out about his hand in like the reboots of uh, Lion King uh, I think the Jungle Book, like when they did the live action ones, uh, I didn't realize how much of a hand that that uh, John actually had in that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because he seems like just a, such a like just a little nice, humble guy, and and then you see like everything he's kind of been involved in throughout the year. I, f- I feel like Disney Plus owes as much of their success, yeah, <laughs> to John Favreau as as the uh, you know as as the as the Marvel Universe does as well because. Uh, um, because I, 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 he even um, I think wrote wrote and executive produced uh, the Mandalorian uh, for you know for Dis- for Disney Plus. So um, so again talking about how he has you know it, it could have been called John Favreau Plus, right? <laughs> and then not been too too on a heck of it, I think. Uh, so uh, so he has a definite you know, footprint and everything. I think you know in the last couple of decades maybe just him and J.J. Abrams have has had much of a imprint on uh, on pop culture and 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 movies and, and you know and, and I guess television as well. So. Yeah, that the Mandalorian series actually I thought turned out fantastic. So that's their yeah. original for Star Wars, and apparently they're going to have another season come out this year, which is pretty cool. Um, I think they were originally talking about October. I'm not sure if that's changed. I know some things have been moved around due to uh, the good old uh, virus that's going on in the globe. Um, but the Mandalorian, I think. For me personally, as a Star Wars fan, I thought they did a lot of things well. I felt like they really honored uh, the Star Wars universe, but then expanded upon it. So I, like, I learned new characters and new lore that I wasn't really aware of and even got the whole like Boba Fett uh, vibe tie-in, like realizing, oh, okay, Boba Fett actually was kind of imitating the Mandalorian armor uh, but here's like actually what the Mandalorians are and kind of their code. And um, so I thought yeah. they did fantastic with this, with that uh, original series. No, no, definitely. Definitely. And, you know, when you, and when you heard that, you know, Star Wars was going to do, uh, was, was, was going to do an original series. Um, you're, you're almost skeptical a little bit. Cause I, I feel like they've done kind of TV specials and TV things <laughs> in the past that were, were kind of cheesy, not just didn't come out very well. Um, in fact, I think on YouTube I saw something about a um, like a previous attempt at a TV series. It was like a pilot, and um, it looked okay, but it still kind of had a cheese factor. It looked very much like a soap opera. Um, I mean, they, I know they've had success with their cartoon series, and that those have been hugely popular. Um, but uh, but you were you know you're kind of you were hoping it'd be a good series, um, and and it, I think it exceeded everyone's expectations, and and everyone's looking forward to the you know to the next season. Yeah. I, I know my I got a little in trouble with my wife because uh, for for a little bit there we were watching them together, and she got a little busy, and I went ahead and like watched it, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> she found out, and so I, I kind of got in trouble for that. Like I thought we were watching, yeah. Together. So so it's that good of a series that you don't want to wait. <laughs> you just want like yeah yeah. Um, and I I feel like Disney has an opportunity if they can mimic that with like Marvel series like. Um, you know, some of the exclusive content that's coming specifically to Disney Plus is um, the some of these Marvel series. Like, um, there's one with Loki. There's a uh, WandaVision, okay. which uh, oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. going to be like a mix of like a sitcom uh, plus Wanda and Vision. Um, and of course, Vision yeah. we thought had a had an end in um, in game. So it's like, okay, where does this like? take place so it's kind of fun that we're revisiting these characters um the hawkeye has been kind of it was it was scheduled and then got delayed indefinitely and now it's like looked like it's back on track and now 
with like the, the virus happening and everything kind of shutting down, a lot of stuff's just like really up in the air. Um, but but what, what one of the, the nice things about the virus, if there is a nice thing about the virus, uh, Disney did, did something kind of cool, knowing a lot of uh, parents and people are going to be at, at home. They, uh, they released Frozen 2 early, um, I think about three months earlier than they were planning on into Disney+. Plus. Um, and, um, and even um, uh, the last Star Wars. Uh, they, they, I think it, it seems like they released a little earlier. They were planning on uh, giving some uh, some viewers some some kind of nice, um, uh, unexpected entertainment, which um, is, is is kind of a, ne- a neat bonus of having Disney Plus. Yeah, I I actually was pleasantly surprised with uh, the Frozen Two. So you know, Frozen was huge, um, and then Frozen Two, right. and, and it was actually originally scheduled to come out like in June, and so with everybody being stuck at home, like I thought that was really classy that they went ahead and just made it available earlier. So that, that was, that was a good move. Kudos, kudos Disney plus. Well, well played there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, and I don't know if they've, they've kind of started the avalanche of it and, and we can talk about some other streaming services and other things like a little later into this podcast, but I, I'm kind of reading that uh, other places knowing that theaters are shut down are actually releasing some of their movies that are actually in movie theaters or supposed to be in movie theaters. Uh, they're going to be releasing those on video on demand. Um, so a lot of people are maybe kind of taking a notice of what Disney did and realize, well, it's better to make some money than no money right now, especially in these uncertain times. So uh, let's get that stuff out there. Yeah. I think universal was one of them that said they were going to do that. Like, yeah, that's, that's yeah. pretty cool. You know, and, and that's very interesting. If, you know anything about the whole model of uh, you know movies and streaming and theaters? There's kind of this rivalry, and and you know you have you have some people that just want to only be online and, and they don't care about the theater process. And but a lot of studios they kind of they, they 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 miss a big chunk of money when they leave the theater process because they get to double dip basically. They get to go to the theaters first, get that set of money, then they get to go to you know, other places like hotels sometimes before they go to other places and then they'll go into the, the, you know, I guess at one point it was the, is the video market, but I don't, I don't know how much a video market there is anymore. And then you go to, you know, you go to streaming and then cable and stuff like that. So you have different markets that you could go to and you kind of collect a little bit of money along each, you know, each of the way and get different audiences. So you cut out a big chunk of, uh, of that revenue source for a movie when you go straight to streaming. So it's a, um, it, it's a big risk for a studio um, but it also leaves a lot of other people out, out, out in the, the, I don't know what the phrase is, just, just out of it. <laughs> you know, the, 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 it'll be interesting to see if theaters can survive this. Um, I mean, I guess in this theaters have been struggling for a while anyway. So hopefully this isn't a, uh, the, the coffin, you know, death nail to, to movie theaters. Cause I, I love going to movie yeah. theaters, but, um, but, uh, this might be something that, uh, uh, can, you know, might be hard to recover from. Well, that was always my favorite like childhood memory is like going with you and dad and you know just doing a weekend and like going and go see a few movies and stuff like it's just one of those things definitely definitely i think it would be make me really sad to not be able to share that with my with my son um hopefully it's not the end um well well and what's funny is i mean i you know right now the the key word is social distancing and oddly enough I, i i always felt like theaters were kind of a form of social distancing except doing it as a community because you know when you go to a movie you're not really you know interacting with other people i mean unless it's really crowded and you have someone sharing your armrest um you know you kind of go in there you have people in different rows across from you and stuff and you're kind of collectively sharing an experience at the same time so there's something kind of cool about that um because a lot of times you know watching a movie is a very isolated experience so when you can kind of share that with someone and have the oohs and the ahs and the excitement at the same time there's something really cool about that um, you know, and, uh, what, what, um, one of the ways I've seen people kind of attempt to do that online is, uh, when you have these big series like uh, game of Thrones, um, and what people like when they're watching the very last movie of our last episode of that, I guess, or you want to call it, um, a lot of people recorded their reactions to watching it. So you can kind of see and, and, and watch like a series of reactions to the very last episode in different moments. And you'll kind of see what we're, you know, where they're at watching it. So that's kind of a neat way of kind of faking that experience, I guess, a little bit, but um, I, I don't think it still quite beats the the live interaction in the theater and stuff, uh, kind, of, kind of hearing all that stuff. And, yeah. and also it sounds kind of cheesy, but I also kind of, I like the walking out of the theater and my eyes having to adjust <laughs> to the bright light and kind of join the rest of the world 
you know, now, now we get that experience just kind of leaving our house from the quarantine, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> you know, um, kind of on the lines of like Disney and Marvel and movies, um, Black Widow, they uh, were supposed to come out this month. And they oh, wow, yeah. paused it. They're they're indefinitely uh, until I think until movies are back. I, I think it's it's kind of one right. of those like you talked about the risk that a studio could lose money. Yeah. and it's kind of like it's it's a no brainer. I think it's the right move for Disney financially speaking. I mean, who's not going to pay for another Marvel movie? Like we've had to wait like almost yeah. like yeah. a year now. It feels like since the last like major uh, Marvel anything came out with I think you know Spider Man. Um, and so, I mean, this is almost going to be like a guaranteed hit because we just don't have anything like it. Uh, right. So I, I think it, it well, makes and, sense and, to, to hold it from a revenue perspective. Well, and, and the thing people are, you know, people think of Disney as this huge empire money making machine, but you know, like other companies, Disney is taking a huge financial hit right yeah. now. Um, you know, all their, all their theme parks are closed. Theaters are closed. Uh, I mean, I think Disney Plus came around for 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 the you know at, at the right time, but if you think about it, you know the, they're not necessarily getting new subscriptions. I mean, they they might be getting new subscriptions, but that money's already paid for. So when you get like a new movie in, how are you paying for that movie? I mean, I guess you could pay for it for for the subscription dollars. So they still have to figure out other ways to kind of make you know bring in that revenue source. Um, I mean, no one's gonna feel sorry for Disney. I mean, they <laughs> they have tons of money, but still, I mean, you know, it's a uh, It'll be interesting to kind of see what you know what they do in the future, um, and really is any like a lot of entertainment uh, you know groups what you know what they're going to do in the future. It's it's an interesting time because movies are having to shut down, but I think there's probably um, you know for a while there's going to be more of a a desire and a hunger for new entertainment right now, especially while everyone's kind of on this uh, you know in temporary limbo. Yeah, so if, if you want to start your YouTube channel right now, this is the time time to do it. It'll, it'll be yeah. the new, new Disney. <laughs> Uh, definitely, definitely. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a good time to start a podcast. Wink, wink. So, so thinking about like <laughs> back to Disney Plus, um, not everything has been golden. Uh, there's been okay. some like still. We talked about missing Spider Man. Um, one of the things that I found like annoying is you know you can actually look through their whole catalog, and that was really cool. Like, like it gives us feel like man, there's a lot more stuff here than I would have thought or expected to be. With Disney, I mean, you can watch like, Simpsons. I wouldn't have expected them to yeah. own Simpsons, but you can go back and like watch all those seasons, um, and that's been around forever. Um, but then, like, there'd be certain things like so Tomorrowland with George Clooney. Um, I it, it came out in 2015. I hadn't seen it in years, and I was like, oh great, like I, I'll gladly watch this again. And you go to open it up, and it says coming soon to Disney Plus. You know, due to existing agreements, it's not, it's like, like not right. next year. I'm like, well, don't show it to me when I'm searching through. <laughs> if they have to wait like a whole nother year to even view it, like it's more than a year, it's like September 1st of 2021. Right. So I was a little annoyed uh, by stuff like that. And then, like, it, you kind of want it to be Netflix. Like, you're watching it, and like, I'm looking for the option to skip the intro. Like, let me skip this. Like, you're not letting me do this. Um, but it's like, no, oh, yeah, this is a different platform. Like, this is Disney, yeah. Disney Plus. So you do kind of feel that jarring effect a little bit um, that it's not quite Netflix. Um, we know that there's exclusive content coming, which is exciting. Like Falcon and Winter Soldier, that should be pretty cool. Um, but it's it's all like it's coming. So it's not it's not there yet. So we kind of have this gap where it's like, okay, I've already really seen all the major movies that Disney's come out with. And unless, um, unless it's for your kids, like there's not really a ton of other stuff that I want to sit down and, and watch. Um, most of it's like stuff I've already seen. and just want to rewatch it again because it's been years. Um, so on that end, it's kind of, it's kind of lacking a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, they, I mean, there might, there might be some kind of comedies out there that you uh, didn't realize they have. I mean, you have the 10 Things I Hate About You, Dr. Doolittle, Turner and Hooch. So, I mean, they do have some stuff on there after some searching, Never Been Kissed, Sister Act. Um, uh, so, they, they, they did buy into a lot of, you know, libraries uh, that you kind of forget are Disney movies. Um, but, it, you know, but I, I, think, I think they're suffering from what most 
of the streaming services suffer is that at some point you feel like you've you've gone you've looked you know gl- looked through their entire collection and there's nothing to watch. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think this is this is the problem we had when cable was a big thing. And I was always like, I have a you know I have a hundred channels and there's still nothing on TV. Yeah. And I, I I think our, our our thirst and appetite for for entertainment, um, we just that just happens. We kind of go through here. We're staring at stuff, and and just looks like there's nothing there. Um, but you know that's uh, I don't know if there's really a way to fix that short of like owning you know like access to everything. And and, and someone like me, uh, the way I get around it is I have a little bit of everything. I have the the Hulu, the Amazon Prime, the Netflix, CBS streaming. Oh, um, I, 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 I probably need to cancel uh, at least three or four of those things. <laughs> but it seems like as soon as I, I go to do that, someone in the house, uh, like my son, uh, he likes watching Sophia the First, which oddly enough is a Disney series, but it's only on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, so it's like, well, you know, and he, and he watches that just really, you know, uh, just, yeah, just as often as he can. Uh, but you know, I, I might be able to wean him off that cause he likes frozen just as much. He's always singing the, the frozen song. So, um, but I think for my own sanity though, I don't know if I want him watching frozen every single day. So, um, you also have the national geographics. Um, you know, if you're, you're, if you're in the mood for, uh, you know, a nice documentary, yeah. um, you know, I, I think it's kind of like, you know, it, it just kind of depends what your poison is. I mean, there's probably something, you know, for a little bit for everybody, but, um, you know, the libraries are only so big and you're, you're probably still going to go through, um, you know, all the stuff at some point, but it is nice that they're adding new stuff constantly. Yeah. So, so they have some new original movies that they made. There's Togo, which is kind of like the true story of Balto. Um, apparently okay. Balto got all the fame and like, but really Togo did like all the hard work. Or whatever. So they made a movie to kind of like justify, <laughs> I think Balto might've even been like a movie that Disney might've had a hand in anyway. Um, but that says that has William Defoe, which of course is you know an amazing, amazing actor. I actually liked it. I was actually surprised at how okay. much I enjoyed it. It was really well done. Um, then they have a, a few other original movies like Lady and the Tramp, the live action. So that one didn't. Okay. That came right to Disney Plus. So I, I think both of those were two really good ones. Um, and so they they have a few, and it feels like they're kind of getting on the right track. They're obviously family-friendly movies like you don't have to feel guilty about having your your kids in the room um so i think that's a plus it's just i think maybe like six original movies like it's not a big number yeah Um, so we talked about just like the lack of lack of content right now um oddly enough they actually kind of get um kind of they put together a really smart bundle that i thought so talking about the cost if you just get it by itself, it's six ninety nine a month. Uh, but they have yeah. this this bundle with ESPN Plus and Hulu, and so you can get all that with Disney Plus for twelve ninety nine. And I actually, I okay. actually think that's a good deal. Um, Hulu, I feel like has a lot of new content because it's tied into TV, um, and so I kind of feel like the lack of content that Disney has paired up with Hulu. I think that goes really yeah. well together because you get stuff like it's really popular right now, like Mass Singer, um, the Lego Masters. Like me and my wife have been binge watching that show because we just love Legos. It's pretty like why haven't they thought of a Lego competition before? Like this is brilliant. Um, and then they have like their own exclusive shows on Hulu, like The Handmaid's Tale. So I, I feel like that was a really smart pairing, and I think that kind of justifies having it and like just getting it in the bundle versus just like the standalone Disney. Right. Oh, definitely. You know, and that, that kind of reminds me of, you know, you, you know, right now with the, um, you know, the coronavirus and all that, uh, you know, how companies are doing is kind of uncertain. And I heard a, uh, a, a thought out there that it was a possibility. Um, I mean, I don't know how strong a possibility, but you have Apple who's trying to get into the streaming market. And there was a thought that um, this might be the right time with, you know, st- stocks going down for them to try to uh, acquire uh, Disney stock. Oh, and actually, you know, uh, for Apple to try to maybe kind of take over, you know, Disney, so to speak, which um, I'm not, I'm not a fan of. I'll just be honest. <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, there's a couple of things Apple does well, but 
more often than not, I've seen kind of Apple not care about the consumer where I feel like Disney has the opposite reputation. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, so I, I would hate for that to happen. I hope, uh, you know, I hope, I hope that um, isn't, a, isn't a possibility, but I, I did hear about that. And I know Apple has their own kind of streaming thing out there. And um, I haven't seen anything on there that I'm that excited to get. So I haven't really been, they haven't really lured me over to have any interest in, in their streaming. So um, knowing how well Disney plus is doing, um, I don't know how hard they'll try. I don't know if Disney Plus will be that available, but you know, if stock stocks keep going down, you know, it's a buyer's market. They can always buy a major share um, if they have enough money to do it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see in a few months down the road how everything kind of kind of ends up. But I I kind of agree with you. I don't I don't think it would be a good pairing, uh, Apple and and yeah. Disney. I I I kind of agree. Like Disney has like their own creative processes. And, you know, they've actually been really good at when they acquire a new asset like Star Wars of expanding it and making it better, Um, not just like we own you now, now you have to do what we say. Um, Apart from any director frustrations like Abrams had with the last movie, uh, but for the most part, from fans (laughs) perspective, uh, they've done a really good job of adding content and making it better. I mean. You know, before that, we had what the original series and then the three prequels that George Lucas came out with. And it was like, well, that's the end of Star Wars. You know, we weren't really looking for anything else. And Disney came along and came up with like new movies and like, yeah, they really jump started that, made it exciting and, 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 you know, and fun again. And, uh, and yeah, it really expanded that universe. And, and, and there's still so much more potential with it. Absolutely. Um, so, and, and one thing we haven't really been mentioning in this all is, uh, you know, we, you know, obviously they have the Disney stuff. They have the Star Wars, National Geographic, Marvel. Well, um, a lot of times it gets paired with Disney, but it's really its own entity is, is Pixar. Yeah. You have the, the entire Pixar world, uh, which, you know, when, when Pixar first came out with Toy Story, you know, that was revolutionary and, and, and 3D graphics and, and Pixar has had its own success and storytelling and, and for a long time has really been kind of its own entity. You know, we talked about Apple earlier. It's kind of interesting that Steve Jobs went off to go run Pixar at a time when, so it's interesting how these things go back and forth. So George Lucas actually created Pixar, like created the whole digital animation component of the Pixar and, um, and, and, and he ended up s- selling that off and eventually Steve Jobs ended up getting, going in there from Apple <laughs> and, uh, and taking, uh, taking over kind of, you know, Pixar for a while. And, um, and uh, so it's just interesting how these, you know, these kind of great people have kind of had different, uh, you know, their different fingers um, in, in, in the pie, so to speak, on, on the whole creation of Pixar. And, and uh, Pixar really has figured out storytelling really well. Um, which is odd because Disney was always known for you know pretty good storytelling and uh, Pixar kind of really really um, figured out a good formula where every you know pretty much every movie they released was you know was just very successful um, and, and just kind of uh, hit hit all the marks on storytelling and I remember reading or hearing about how Disney started going to them you know trying to figure out okay how can we you know make our uh, how, how make our stories good again because for a while Disney was in a slump they weren't really producing quality uh, content that people really wanted as much for a while so they needed to kind of go back into into Pixar and kind of have them kind of help with that process but now they're you know, you know they're they're in tandem and they kind of have their own you know their own things but uh Pixar definitely is a, is a powerhouse by itself by itself nice that i love that they're not afraid to ask like for help like when someone's doing something really good, it's like, okay, what are you doing that we, you know, how can we get the secret, the secret sauce there to make our stuff better? So that's pretty cool. I didn't realize that. And then the, to hear about the, the history of Pixar uh, and Pixar, of course, like you said, almost everything they release is a hit and to have, have, I didn't know the history with George Lucas. I knew about Steve Jobs going in and helping. So like they've really had some really amazing um, foundations to build them up to, to what they are. You also have like Prime, CBS Access. Yep. Um, so how Disney Plus compares to those and then we'll do a final verdict and see um, like overall what's our uh, final opinion if we recommend it or not. Um, so how, how do okay. you think it compares to like a Netflix or a Amazon Prime? Well, yeah. first off, I'll put Amazon Prime almost as a separate thing entirely because 
they give you so much extra to the streaming process that if you order anything online, it's almost worth it just for that, just to get the free shipping. Yeah. Uh, and, and in fact, that's kind of how I got it. Um, I needed to order a lot of stuff and then I saw, Oh, they have a, you know, they, you have the option to, you know, the pay for the year, but you also have the subscription uh, based one. And so I just ended up doing the subscription, which I know cost me more in the long run, but you know, at least at the time I might, you know, freaking out over a huge cost. Yeah. So, uh, probably would be smarter for me to do the year thing, but, but also when you, when you do the subscription, I have this kind of mental thing of like, I can always get out at any time, but I guess that's probably how the drug dealers hook. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just trying a little bit for this low price. And uh, it's it uh, crazy but, to think about like all the benefits you get with prime. And then they do have their own definitely. original series that like, like yeah. uh, Jack Ryan. Mm-hmm. With uh, John oh, yeah. Krasinski, yeah. like that's a fantastic show. So I mean, they definitely, no, definitely. surprised me definitely. with some of the their offerings. Well, and they also do the things that um, you know I think Hulu does and a couple of other places do, where they they'll let you bundle where you can if you want to add um, like HBO and some other channels to it, you can. Um, so they make it really easy to do all that, and they're not. I mean, it's kind of funny. It doesn't seem like they're really trying that hard. I mean, they're just kind of, they just do what they do. I just saw, they have a new series called uh, Hunters, which is real interesting. Um, if you ever saw um, Tarantino's, um, I'm drop, dropping it, but where, where they hunt, hunt down Nazis. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, and and Glorious Bastards. Um, it kind of reminds me of that, because uh, basically the, the whole series is about them hunting Nazis, but it's in America. And the idea is that um, after, you know, after World War II, the Nazis, uh, they escaped and a lot of them came into America and they're just posing as American citizens. So uh, uh, this, this series with Al Pacino um, and, um, and, and this other kind of cast of characters go and try to hunt down Nazis. And, uh, but it does feel very much like a Tarantino type movie because it does kind of have the kind of, the, uh, kind of a lot of blood and violence, but it, it's also very stylistic. And, and a lot of kind of comedic type stuff um, and, and that style. Um, so it's kind of a fun type of thing, but, it, but that's an Amazon, another Amazon original. Um, you mentioned the Jack Ryan, um, which, you know, was the, the first uh, season was real um, entertaining. And I know they have the second season out. Um, the, the Boys uh, was another uh, kind of interesting one with the kind of the dark superhero kind of twist a little bit. So that was kind of fun. Um, uh, you know, just for people that do like kind of the Marvel and the superhero it takes a different twist on, on superheroes, um, that maybe even the good guys aren't really that good. And it kind of takes almost a really realistic approach to, you know, if, if people had this much power, how would they really react? Um, and then, uh, you have the Marvelous Miss Maisel, which, um, I, I never really watched, but I know that's real popular. It's already on season three, um, in that. And so they, they have a, they have a handful of good, good series. Um, they, you know, even documentary series, uh, they get into, um, but they make it pretty easy to use, easy to kind of uh, you know click through and find stuff. Um, and also, uh, they ha- you can pretty much since it's on Amazon, um, it's really just to buy episodes of things too. Um, so if, like if there's like a one-off movie, uh, a lot of people will buy movies on on demand like through Google Play or other places. But you can also do it through through Amazon Prime and um, and, and and it's already set up through your account, so you just click on what you want to watch and and uh, order it. And then you can just play it right there within the within its player. So so there's some definitely advantages of, of uh, Amazon Prime just from uh, all that it does. So and then uh, just kind of going back to, to Netflix, uh, just kind of going to the uh, the other thing. I mean, Netflix is the is really the granddaddy <laughs> of streaming. Yeah. You know, they're, they're they're the reason all these others exist. Um, and, um, and so, uh, they've, they've done really good with, you know, all their original series. Um, and so I think that's, you know, you talk, I think with all of these, I mean, I will, we'll sum up later on, but I think a lot of it just has to do with what, what content they have on it. I mean, at the end of the day, they're all, they're all very similar, um, you know, but it's just kind of like what, you know, what, what is it that you like to watch? What type of series and, and shows do you like to watch? Um, and they all kind of have their own niche of, uh, of stuff. Um, the, the, uh, do you have Netflix? Yeah, I actually have okay. Netflix and just got prime because of a shipping thing. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, uh, yeah, I completely, um, agree with that. It's kind of not fair to compare prime when you get all the other, uh, added bonuses on it. I think Netflix, um, 
you know, if, if you're new to Netflix, I mean, you could spend months just going through their content library. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that they've done that's original. I will say, like, my criticism is that sometimes they'll do, like, they'll do a new series and it won't have anybody that you know in it. So it doesn't really right. carry, like, the same star power. Um, and then you get some, like, stuff that you're excited about and then it turns out to be some, like, foreign film. So it's like dubbed yeah. in English and it's like, oh man, like that looks so cool. <laughs> and now I got to like, you know, listen to the bad English uh, through it. It's not quite lining up with the subtitles. Uh, but with that said, there's still a lot of good content there. There's a lot of good surprises. Like uh, recently, Altered Carbon had a season two, which they have um, uh, Anthony Mack from Marvel, The Falcon. Um, and so like that was, that was a surprise um, being able to have um, that, so you'll just get like these nuggets that just randomly come. It's like, wow, I didn't even know this was going to be a thing. And now like there's a series and we get to like, you know, binge all of them. Uh, so, I mean, Netflix, I think still going to be the king. They've just been in the game longer. They've had a ton more content. So kind of a little more comfortable in this role. And I think Disney just definitely has a lot of catching up to do uh, to kind of be able to, to be super competitive. No, definitely, definitely. And then, of course, you have, like, Stranger Things, which has its own phenomenon. So wanted to do – see how it compares to, like, Netflix. You mentioned – Yeah, I think maybe kind of user interfaces. Maybe one of the annoying things about Netflix a little bit, though, is sometimes when you're just scanning through and the movies just start playing their their little trailer. (laughs) Yes, that could be (laughs) awkward at (laughs) times. It's like, no, it's not. But it's, like, really loud, like, all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it's like, you know, if you have kiddos and it's like an inappropriate run and it's like scary or something and you're like, no, don't play that one. <laughs> and, and you're trying to scroll and as you scroll, it hits, you know, each, each one you hit seems to be like, you know, not good for kids. <laughs> so you're just like, stop it. Okay, Disney Plus, Disney Plus. That's why you have the profiles um, though, so you can have the- you know, that No, oh, well, let's talk about that. I mean, that's what's when, um, uh, I don't. Does Disney Plus have profiles? I don't. I don't even remember. I don't think it does. I think it's just one um, thing. I just take for granted. That if it does, I have. I haven't set it up because it's like all their stuff's kid friendly. So it's like, why do you need another? You don't need it, yeah. Unless you, know, you just have a big Pixar fan versus Disney fan. But really, I think you know they, the way they set it up is at the very beginning. You just click, you know, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars. I mean, that's kind of almost the profile yeah. <laughs> at that point. You know, whatever you're interested in and. But that is kind of a neat perk about Netflix is you can go and set up the profiles to be very specific uh, to who's watching. And that way also if people are at different parts of episodes, you're not messing it up for them and watching, you know, too far ahead or something like that. So, and then you can make the, you know, you can make it, you know, the, the, the kid friendly or the child, you know, the child profile, stuff like that. So that, that's very helpful. Uh, Hulu does a similar thing. And I, I think right. Disney actually does. So I know Hulu is more important because okay. you have the different TV shows where like, right. multiple people now is like, do you want to watch this episode or like, where am I at? Like, that's kind of yeah, yeah. Keep track of that. Um, I think for me, the the bundle's the way to go. I think if we're just looking at Disney Plus, I mean, I'd get it for a month and then cancel the subscription because there wouldn't be anything new and I can wait until the next thing. Um Filling right. it with Hulu, I feel like for me that's a good deal. Like I'll, I'll I'll take that deal, and I did take that deal. Like we have that. Um, for me, I, I I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it with the bundle. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, and I and I, I think you know it's also going to come down to what people are interested in watching. And I I do think I think nowadays that's probably going to be what it is. Is you're going to you know watch. You know, you're going to binge watch because that's kind of what everyone does nowadays. You're going to binge watch your series or kind of go through it and finish a couple of series. And then you're going to look through and say, well, there's nothing new. So I'm going to cancel this for a little bit and and focus on uh, my other streaming service. And, um, you know, and you'll watch that for a little bit and then, and then cancel and go to go back to the other one. Um, Netflix did a smart thing for a little bit. I don't know if they're still doing it, but uh, to encourage people not to cancel, um, they would kind of grandfather you into their older prices. Um, so like if, you know, if you, ca- if you kept it live, I, I, I don't even know what the subscription is right now, but, um, at, you know, at one point, every time you start new, you have to pay the higher price. Oh. So there was kind of a benefit of, of not canceling it, 
because you'll kind of keep the, the lower price tier. But at, at this point, I mean, you know, if, if I think all the streaming services are under 10 bucks. So I think no one's really that worried about that. I don't know if that's really a, a deciding factor. I think when the, when the stuff starts getting over $10, I think people might start kind of thinking about that a little bit more. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, I mean, obviously price is going to be a factor. Um, I think Disney, if you have kiddos, if you have kids, like every, every streaming service is probably going to have quite a bit of kid shows. Uh, but I mean, that's the one like, you know, we grew up watching and it's, it's like, oh, well, yeah. Disney's done the vault for so long where you couldn't just buy uh, Cinderella. Like you'd have to go to like a yeah. used video store or something. Um, and so it's just kind of nice having access to some of those shows you watch as a kid. Um, but I think they shine when it comes to kid content. So if you're thinking about, like you said, it comes down to what do you want to watch and if having stuff available for your family is a priority, then yeah, that's actually a really good deal for, for what they have. Well, and Disney's doing this. I, I don't know if it's a magic trick or not. I haven't done enough research into it, but they make it feel like everything on their channel is okay to watch. But I know they've bought things that probably aren't appropriate for kids, but I still haven't figured out exactly what that is. Because <laughs> I, I'll scroll through it and try like I like I'm trying like I oh, gotcha you can't show that, but I, I haven't found it yet. Um, I mean I I did read somewhere that people were kind of concerned that Disney was going in and like um, either editing some series or taking some things away. Um, I, I know there was a concern when The Simpsons was going to be on there, what Disney would do with The Simpsons. But um, as far as I could tell, even even judging from some commercial early commercials, um, they kind of le- they left kind of Bart his own devices. They didn't really change much. They kind of let him be what he is. Um, so, uh, so it, it is kind of interesting. I mean, Disney just kind of feels like everything on there is fairly safe for family. You're not too worried about, uh, you know, what's on there. Um, and Netflix, you kind of get that if you're looking at the kids profile, but you also get kind of limited because you don't feel like there's very many, you know, there's like a lot of, a lot of movies you just can't watch at that point. Uh, cause it's going to be mostly cartoons or like really cheesy G movies. <laughs> Um, that, um, you know, that uh, you don't know if it ever came out to theaters at all. <laughs> so, um, so I feel like you don't get as many options. So I think going back to what you said is, you know, if you're a parent and you have kids, I think Disney plus is definitely a, a great way to go. Um, you know, even, you know, just because you also have the Marvel universe, which, you know, is, is still friendly for kids for the most part. I mean, there's a lot of action. It can be very intense, but overall, I don't think there's anything that's you know too crazy that you have to worry about. Yep. You know, that being said, as a parent, it's probably just always good to watch, you know, TV with your kids. <laughs> so if something comes up and they have questions about, um, you're, you're there to answer. Uh, you, you never know what's going to bother them or, or give them nightmares at night. Right. So you always want to be there to answer questions, especially if things are you know, too intense and stuff. And, and you'll always be surprised on the stuff that you think bothers them isn't. And then there's other stuff that you never thought about at all is the thing that gives them nightmares. So it's just kind of, you know, it's always good to be a, uh, uh, there uh, with your kids viewing habits yeah well i mean it's it's funny like even disney cartoons like if you think about the life circumstances that these princesses are in you know like they're really horrible yeah. and sad and tragic and they're missing their dads like bambi's parents are dying and you know it's like uh, so, so they kind of already pull on some of those strings um already yeah um but i mean for the most part, yeah, it's a lot safer than the alternative when it comes to, to kids. And, you know, and, and, and I did read, I don't know, like the full list of them. I mean, there are a couple of things that they aren't going to put on their channel uh, because they were created at a different time. Um, they might have been kind of considered racist type stuff at the time or they weren't, they weren't at the time, but they're definitely considered racist yeah. now. Um, you know, so so like, like Song of the South um, is one which I, I don't know if I've ever seen. I don't know anything about, but. Um, I, I was kind of reading this and that probably won't ever be on their channel and stuff like that. So, you know, they have been really careful on uh, what they're putting out there on their, on their channel. So my, I do have a complaint about star Wars. They edited okay. the new hope for, for it to look like okay. on didn't shoot first. And I know there's like that, the big, um, you know, nerd, dumb re, 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 revisionist yeah. history. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a purist. And I think it, him being a scoundrel class, it makes sense for him to shoot first. And then in the like the whole new Han Solo movie, he shot first. Like so, it's kind of like supposed to be his thing. And so I was sad to see that they had edited 
and it does not look like he shot like they tried to time it so they shot at the same time um they didn't need to do that <laughs> like you didn't need to mess with that like scene at all that was the only thing like visibly that i noticed that that kind of me. all right i'll, I'll well and, box on that. <laughs> yeah well and, and filmmakers and studios you know that that this happens with all sorts of things uh um i forget who i was talking to when we were talking about different movies like that uh um, like E.T. at one point, um, Spielberg had them take out all the all the guns from the movies and put walkie-talkies. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's just got a lot, a lot of things like that. And um, which, uh, yeah, I guess to the newer generations, they're not going to know one difference from the other. Sure. You know, it's just it's just us you know, just as older folk that, you know, hey, that's not how it was. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we got our verdict. So. It, it, yeah, it, it's uh, uh, depends on what you're in the mood for ultimately with any streaming service, uh, but there's a lot of good there, yeah. uh, especially if you have. And, and, and it sounds like, you know, the, the best deals are if you could bundle yeah. it with something, you know, uh, you know, like you, you did bundled it with Hulu, um, but Amazon is its own bundle in a way as well, because you get other other things for it. Um, you know, and, and Amazon has its own, a lot of different own, own services within there too. And then, of course, you probably can't go wrong with Netflix just because there's so much variety out there but um you know so you know and, and what's great is you can try them all out a lot of them have trials um a lot of them are subscription based so you can just kind of try them for a little bit of time and just kind of uh you know see which series you want to watch um a good way to go is uh just look up these you know trailers from you know netflix stuff or trailers from amazon or disney plus and see if you like the trailers for these things and um, see if these are things you want to watch Yep, most of the trailers should be on like YouTube or IMDb. So good call. Yeah. Which which is funny. I think I, I think that you know that might actually be a complaint that I have from Hulu. Um, a lot of their original content, I had a hard time finding trailers for their original content on their channel. So it's like I was trying to find out about stuff, so I had to go like go to YouTube to find out what is this series about. No. <laughs> and and that's kind of interesting. I think about all the channels is. Um, you know, how do you know them promoting their own content? Um, I know Netflix for a while, something would come out. I never heard about it, knew nothing about it. And so it's just kind of interesting because they are their own channel, so to speak. So how are you promoting stuff? I mean, you don't, you know, you don't see trailers as often in different places um, other than maybe online or YouTube. So um, there's probably a lot of good content out there that we're just not aware of because there's not really a great way to promote a lot of this content. You know, it's not like back in the day when you go to a movie and you see all the previews before yeah. the movie. You know, you're not gonna, you're not going to see Netflix and Hulu previews before a movie <laughs> at the movie. True. I, I think they try to do that. So, like Hulu, depending on your subscription level, a lot of them have commercials, and so they will like yeah, run a yeah. commercial for like another show while you're waiting for your your show to come. Yeah, back. But yeah, you're right. Like, um, it's. Oh, but but a lot of times, and 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 I watch Hulu all the time. A lot of times, they'll just run the same commercial over yeah. and over again, <laughs> like every every commercial break. It's like I've already seen that twenty times. Show me something. It's new. not it's not always relevant um, to the show you're watching. It's not like if you like this show, usually right. like a movie theater, the trailers kind of relate to the movie you're watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I I'm not sure if they fixed this or not. One of my biggest complaints about Hulu for a long time was that the commercials were so much louder. Um, than the actual show, so like if you're watching this, you know, passively or it's in the background, you'd always have to go and like change the audio down there in the commercial break because they were just so crazy loud. So I don't know if they've they've really fixed that or not. I haven't really paid attention to that or not. Oh, and that's something else to say. I guess one of the the biggest differences between Hulu and Netflix and um, and Disney Plus is Hulu has a I guess a commercial free version, but they also have a commercial version. Yeah. And that makes a big difference. I mean, it's going to be cheaper to do, you know, with commercials, but it's going to feel like a more traditional TV because you're going to be watching it and they're going to interrupt and not always at a time that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> um, and there's going to be like just a, a com- commercial interruption in there where uh, Netflix and, uh, and Disney plus, and I guess Amazon prime, I mean, pretty much you might get a commercial before the show starts, but you're not going to get really, you're not going to get it any other time. I have noticed though, for, Hulu's kid shows, they don't do the same amount of advertising as they do for like the adult shows. 
So, so you can okay, indicate okay. if it's a kid's profile. I've seen a few, like if you're on the wrong profile, but like you do the kid's profile. Um, they, they, so that's, that's kind of nice that they did consider that. So they're not advertising directly to kids. Well, and it also might be that, um, you know, when they, when they have the advertisers, they have to select if it's kid friendly content or not. And so they may just have less kid related advertisers. Um, so, you know, who knows, it might just be that, you know, it might just be because there's less content available for, for kids, you know, kid related stuff. I know the internet in general is really cracked down on that. Um, if you post a YouTube video nowadays, you have to actually select if this is for kids or not. Um, so they want to, they're really trying to crack down on, on inappropriate content for kids just across the board. So I wouldn't doubt if that has affected streaming services as well, as well, because I know it's uh, affected a lot of other places online uh, for, for kids. Now, is there a place where you can say that you're a kid? <laughs> I'm a kid. I'm ready to watch uh, what you're advertising. Just go ahead. And... Right, right. Well, cool, bro. I think this is a pretty you know thorough talk about uh, about the, you know Disney Plus, and you know we've branched off into some of the other streaming stuff, and and uh, you know I, I think at the end of the day, people have a lot of great options uh, to watch stuff and uh, um, or binge watch things, and, and, and until they at least get through the entire library of yeah. <laughs> everything available on, on on that service, but uh, but they're always creating new content, you know. So just wait around a little bit and. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll catch something new. This is definitely the time to, to do it when we're all kind of locked in the home. So, <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, if you want to find out more about, uh, what we talked here about Disney plus, definitely go check out, um, our, our blog, our blog post on uh, burstofimagination.com. And, uh, and hopefully we'll keep updating that with, uh, interesting and, and fun content related to, uh, you know, creativity and the create uh, creators and marketing and, and, and all sorts of good stuff. So I, I think with that, we're out. Um, I'm, I'm Mac, and, um, and, this, and I'm Kevin. Uh, thanks for joining us today, and uh, uh, hopefully you'll catch us for our next podcast. Thanks. See ya. Um, and, uh, with that-